0: Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's Podcast. We are a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for February 2nd, 2020.
1: Walker will make his way to the middle, wrist shot, glove save, rebound, scores! Cold carriers, first to the Pat! Riley Crane gains the line ahead, Holmes' right circle goes door, and they score! Logan Nyhawk! Picks up the puck, he's into the offensive zone. Left circle, drags, goes up high, scores! Oh, what a
2: shootout goal for Cole Dubinsky!
0: All right, thanks everyone for listening in, watching, or connecting in live via Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. Replays are always available on each of those platforms, and of course, on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram, at WHLPatsCast, and interact with us on those platforms. Uh, Twitter's mostly our, our jam, and you can follow us and watch us live. Yeah, tough life of being a Bengals. <laughs> I'm not actually a Bengals fan, Matt, so we're getting some comments in here already. Uh, Matt Rowe, thanks for joining us for your pre-Super Bowl Sunday game. I thought we'd get this in now before everyone's watching the game. Yeah, no, I'm not actually a a, a Bengals fan. I'm just more of an Ocho Senko fan, so... Uh, that's why I'm wearing this. Chris is still just doing, uh, Pats and Red Sox. Do you even own an NFL jersey? No, No. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So we're doing this early because we are going to, uh, ballers today to, with the Rod Peterson show to watch, watch the, uh, the Bowl. What are you going to wear? I have no idea. You don't know yet? (laughs) Yeah. It's a bit of a fashion show when you go to these things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, yeah, thanks everyone. We're getting uh, your Super Bowl pregame Patscast edition in here. Just one game to talk about this week. Of course, it was Victoria coming into town. Um, I think we both thought this was a winnable game. And uh, after a bit of a slow start, I would say, in the first period, kind of a lackluster, for lack of a better word, boring first period, I would say, uh, it actually ended up being... Not a bad game and get a win out of it. Um, I don't know what
3: were your thoughts about it. Yeah, it's definitely the slow start, but uh, it, it was nice to see them respond again. Like the the slow starts are just kind of getting not monotonous, but kind of disappointing. Whereas at the start of the season, we had good starts and we couldn't finish games. So yes. Yeah. It's yeah, that's kinda, true. It's the opposite now. Like we were down twice in this game, and yeah. we came back both times and and uh, pulled out the victory.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of the goals are starting to be a little bit nicer. I don't know if well, <laughs> Victoria wasn't that good. They were, we were saying they gave up a lot of 2-on-1s. We had them and they defended them just about as poorly as we seemed to. Uh the the second or sometimes third man coming in was was pretty wide open and uh yeah, it was uh it was nice to see the guys come back. Denemy again like we've pointed out, uh, playing really well. I, you have his stats for January. I don't know if you have them on the top of your head, but he's really, yeah. really on a roll here.
3: I think it was seven goals, seven assists in January. Yeah. Like
0: that. Um, the 20 year olds played decent enough. I thought, um, but was not an issue. Uh, I didn't really think, I don't know. Like
3: uh, the first, the first Maybe. goal was yeah set off, kind of got burned and then Busky was I'd I blame that I've, more on set off, Yeah. He, he got yeah. undressed. Yeah. <laughs> he did. But Busky was really awkward. He was in an awkward position. And yeah. yeah. But
0: yeah, he's not gonna be what we what we had where you can no. have him bail you out. So it was nice the guys scored the goals they did and came back. Um yeah, and then uh, into a shootout again, Dubinsky with the uh the only goal. The dang yeah kind of kind of miffed it up a yeah, bit he and then totally <laughs> did yeah not, not still kinda. okay t- totally muffed it up and then uh it was still able to to pull it off and get the goal so
3: yeah and and victoria was uh undefeated in the shootout they were 4-0 so i was like yeah. ooh, this is a little going into it it would might yeah. have been yeah yeah you were you were thinking if it we went to that we didn't have a very
0: good chance but i didn't think so but uh hey we pulled it out hey and that's where uh that's where busky s- stood up was uh... He was, um, yeah, he
3: stopped all three in there. Yeah, exactly. He made the saves in the shootout. Um, He made a couple good saves there in the penalty kill and overtime. They had some really good chances. Yeah. Well, we started it off on a, oh, that was a frustrating penalty to take. Like, come (sighs) on.
0: There's 19 seconds left. Uh, It's it's not even, was it barely in the zone? It was a neutral zone, almost. Blue line area battle just on some, the boards. yeah like it wasn't a scoring opportunity give me a freaking break calls that penalty at that juncture it's just like yeah it was a tough you've tough almost game. just there wasn't y- <laughs> not giving them the game they still had to score which they didn't but like giving them a very good opportunity it's,
3: that stuff pisses me off yeah and the game was pretty clean otherwise like there's a couple penalties on both sides but you know it, it wasn't yeah. getting out of hand they weren't i thought it was pretty well officiated game and then until it was just like speaking of clean
0: we would have heard more about zonnefeld's um anything if there was going to be any extra yeah i didn't think it was uh to me so he had a kneeing penalty just a minor right yeah just two. yeah Yeah. and uh to me it really looked like he was trying to get out of the way now for anyone who didn't hear his his experience in the a jhl when he was there he needs someone was it yeah i think it was a knee or something there's a leg on leg and broke some guy's leg yeah and then i I think he happened it happened again and so when we saw that and it was him we watched the replay though and it was it almost looked like he was trying to get his knee out of the way (laughs) and actually kind of stuck out his hip Hip. by doing that so um i don't think he learned learned a lesson there right of his uh past and I think he had a fairly significant suspension.
3: Yeah, I think he did.
0: Yeah. In every I don't know. What's what are you getting at there, Matt? In every time, maybe been working on that more in practice.
3: Uh shootout maybe, possibly. Oh okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not too sure.
0: Dabinsky's maybe? Yeah, just
3: clarify that. Yeah. Matt. Um But yeah, we we seen some different shooters this time. We've seen Dabinsky now in the shootout. Uh, who else went to Denemy? I think then you had to pick Denemy. Yeah, yeah. He's and then Holmes. and so the, Holmes. Yeah. yeah,
0: just needed the one goal, so that was good. Uh, yeah, and Victoria was
3: struggling on that road trip. They did
0: not do well, and they've been struggling actually. You said since they've they picked up Tracy and and Evan Hoff.
3: Yeah, I think they only had about one uh, one win b- b- prior With to him. Moose Jaw. Yeah.
0: yeah, they won last night in Moose Jaw. Yeah. Which That's I'm a, sure was, uh, they probably played a little bit extra hard for, for that, Yeah, I would think, just uh, playing their old team.
3: Yeah, and the sh- the score and the shots on goal really, I think, obviously we didn't see any of the game, but that kind of paints a picture when the shots are 38-17. Yes. They yeah. kind of dominate Moose by the looks of it. Yeah, but still, they, sc- they still let in. What they gave it? up two. Two. Yeah. Seven-two. <laughs> yeah, Evanoff gave up two on 17 shots. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was nice,
0: there's back-to-back wins now.
3: Yeah, against so teams that are, are pretty decent teams. Essentially, um, well, playoff teams. Oh right? yeah, yeah, definitely playoff teams. Um, Victoria's a little, little bit of a slide there, but uh, they're still... A little bit on this road trip, yeah. They're still ahead of Vancouver, clearly second in the BC there. You know, I was looking a little
0: bit at the East Division here. So you have PA at 63, Winnipeg 59, Brandon 58 for the... East division. Then you look at the central. like The first team out of the central and then into the wild card is Calgary at 59. And really, they'd be second or yeah. third in the east. Our east, so PA at 63, That's doesn't fourth. even make the top three in the yeah, central. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like we had that one year, right, where Saskatoon didn't. They got bumped out by good teams. But uh, yeah. yeah, the east is not powerhouse like they were no
3: but all three teams are are kind of hot lately like brandon's had that big winning streak they did Pa's yeah. really picked it up since picking up paddock like we've mentioned yeah and uh and winnipeg's just been rolling consistently lately i mean and you look at that it's wide open and Saskatoon's right behind with 54 points there so it's these mm-hmm. playoffs yeah it's, it should be good good It'll be really half. good
0: yeah yeah, there's going to be some nice even matchups and possibly some good rivalries.
3: Yeah, look at actually look at that. Winnipeg's out of those playoff teams. Winnipeg's the coldest team at 5 and 5. Everybody else has got 6 or 7 wins in their past 10. Yeah. So, that's uh some teams that are rolling here in the
0: Yeah, unfortunately Red Deer just seems to be keeping pace on us, right? They <sighs> we win, they win. Yeah. We need to we need to get a little win streak and they need to they got stomped on uh, the showcase yesterday, though. Yeah, by Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Did you watch any of it? Uh, yeah, I turned it on around the second period. Okay, I didn't catch any yeah. of it. I yeah. was busy. And, uh, yeah, just a few games coming up this week. So, at Saskatoon, at Swift, and then uh, Swift is in town. Um, so, those are... I mean, if we're talking about getting some points, those are somewhere we could do it.
3: We got to... Get at least three points off I, Swift. At least. Like I think I want to see four points. Yeah. The the guys better be a little
0: looking for some revenge from those last few games with Swift where they came in here and beat us. They beat us what twice here now already. Yeah. Um we can't have them come in here and beat us. I know we beat them then in Swift fairly comfortably, but they need to play like that. Like Yeah. Uh, I wanna see some a little more urgency kinda I want, I want two wins there. Yes, so do I. At and Saskatoon is whatever.
3: Who knows, right? Might, maybe they, maybe they might have a little.
0: Uh, They're playing for something now. Exactly, say, so.
3: and they might, after losing to us there last weekend, they might be a little angry about that and and try to play a little better. Nolan Meyer's back, so that'll help them out.
0: Yeah, just back now.
3: He's yeah. been gone for a bit though. Yeah, exactly, right. Now, so. before
0: we get a little bit too much further, today's gonna be a shorter show. We just got one show, one game to talk about, and uh, just three coming up, and uh, not a terrible amount of news to talk about. But Clark just joined in. Hopefully, we'll see uh, you later today, Clark. Yeah, Clark, we will be at uh, at the Ballers watching Super Bowl. Uh, anyways, trivia for the week. So I was looking at. I'm kind of pulling a bit of a bit of influence off the uh, the Pats organization and how they put their trivia related to the team they're playing or the music you can see the, the fan jam is always related to the team coming in so i i wanted to know what's the royal sport so as i was googling that of course royal sports comes up right of regina
3: oh yeah the sporting goods store
0: right yeah. so trivia for this week is what's can, what's deemed the royal sport and how long has royal sports been around Oh, geez. Okay. You'll be, I was shocked. Okay. So wait while you're thinking about that, okay. the Saskatchewan Podcast Networker is supported by Conexus. Money doesn't have to be sus- have to be stressful and Conexus is here to help. The Conexus hashtag money talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all of life's stages and events. Check it out today at Conexusmoneytalk.ca and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. Okay. Royal Sporting
3: Goods. Okay. It's it's old. I know that. It's got to be like in the 30s, I think. 1918. 18. Wow. 1918. Now, so almost as old as the pets. <laughs> yeah. Like it must have been
0: one of the first They're stores around
3: something. here. 1919,
0: right? Now, I don't know if that's its original look. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Man, that's an old part of town. I doubt it. I would doubt it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. probably moved. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what sport were they supplying in
3: 1918? I don't know. Tack, tack, and... <laughs> so the Royal Sport... I'm going to go with Polo. Correct, yeah. It's Polo. That's what I thought. That's a pretty wealthy
0: man game. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty one percentage there. (laughs) No
3: one's showing up for that that doesn't know someone. So off last week's trivia, I got a couple suggestions. uh, If Clark's still listening. I don't know if he was throwing it out there for like all time... Dual sport athletes, but he threw out Tim Tebow, so I don't know if that was a joke, <laughs> suggested or not. But was a good uh, one. he's he's a dual sport athlete.
0: Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I don't think he succeeded, really, neither. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it depends. If you if you don't count his NFL career, he got a terribly successful, like he was awesome in NCAA. So. Yeah, yeah.
3: And his baseball career is going nowhere, and it's kind of a joke, I think but yeah the one other suggestion from brandon rivers off dub network he suggested dave winfield He was drafting the mlb yeah the nba and aba and as well as the nfl
0: yeah and you know he came up on list but he was never that high and i don't know he had a he was really successful um uh ball player uh baseball yeah i don't know yeah he he was on the list but i guess just never uh, he wasn't that high um But definitely, I can see, absolutely, that is, uh, to have all, well, three sports, we were talking a lot about two, and the guy that, what was his name, uh, no, I can't even remember his name, that won it. Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe was was multi-sport, but he was in, I mean, some obscure ballroom dancing, and pentathlon
3: and decathlon. Yeah. yeah, Clark says Tim Tebow is a superstar minor league baseball <laughs> player.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind <laughs> of
0: his life, I think. He's just never going to be the professional superstar,
3: but he'll just, uh, I think he's doing okay, though. Yeah. I think he'll. So Matt, Matt just DM'd us his actual question, because he said sometimes it's tough to put in uh, comments. Oh, okay. But he says, he asked us, you think they've been working offensively, carrying the puck in rather than dumping it in all the time? And we actually talked yeah. about that at the game. Yeah, and I think yeah, it definitely is working more rather than just dumping it in every time because you see in those three on twos, we. Yeah, I mean, that's you're not going to dump it in on an odd totally. man rush, obviously, but yeah. they're creating some chances in the neutral zone where they're getting these odd man rushes. So better, and maybe first that's passes. why we're noticing,
0: um, Dubinsky a little bit more, and because that's because Dubinsky doesn't he tries dump it in. no no he does and maybe he was or. He was playing that system, but now that he's not, and he's got a bit of a green light to try some stuff. Maybe that's why we're seeing him. I mean, he's been on the yeah. ice so much, and we just, yeah, he has been getting a lot more ice time. Yeah, and now you get to see some of his skill. And the guy's still young, right? Yeah,
3: he's still got some room for improvement, and definitely room for improvement. You can the skills there, so you hopefully hoping that he's going to take that next step and like become yeah. yeah a 15 goal score maybe next year we thought it would be we see him score a few more goals this year maybe up i think to we're just delayed 10. delayed a year yeah maybe we see a little bit of a breakout but yeah yeah
0: that's uh it's a good point we've we've noticed that too just a bit of a different game the goals even are a little bit more tic-tac score like yeah prettier goals like
3: yeah in the last i think games. maybe devin to me Alludes to that in his interview here we got coming up. Um, I talked to him about you know getting some chemistry with these guys and stuff like that. So I don't know if we want to go to the interviews from Victoria game. Yeah,
0: if you get them queued up, I'll just. Uh, Clark's asking about the young guys that oh, came: okay. in. Marcus Taylor, Eastern Armstrong, and Parker Berg. I think. Uh, yeah, last week we talked about Easton and Parker, and we we're both really happy with their games. Uh, they had some pretty good competition between Lethbridge and Saskatoon, and then Marcus Taylor. I wonder if we'll get to see him again. Did yeah, was I there a release that he'll get moved back?
3: No, I haven't seen anything. So didn't I get a a great uh,
0: chance to see no,
3: him. No, he didn't play a ton, and it wasn't because I don't think he made any mistakes.
0: I didn't see he like was it. he was
3: out on the one goal, uh, the one like the there was a chance in the slot and it got blocked and went to the side of the net and okay. the guy had the wide open net Kay. Berg was there but I mean uh, that was just a unlucky kind Taylor. of goal or sorry Taylor yeah
0: yeah. Uh, yeah I don't I didn't really yeah Matt maybe if you got to see him Marcus carrying the puck I just I yeah, tried I to watch for him and I just didn't it was like oh yeah he's out there and then same with me I didn't then, like we really him. tried to focus on him and <laughs> he wasn't on the ice yeah and it was, oh so I don't know if they shortened the bench. I don't think he was benched necessarily for any major mistakes. And I think no. Struge said it a lot. They're, they're okay if these guys make mistakes. Yeah, so. yeah.
3: And yeah, yeah, like we said last week, we thought uh, Berg was really poisoned in his own zone against yeah. some good competition. Yeah. And Armstrong yeah, was really good offen- like in the offensive zone, good forecheck, hard forecheck. They didn't look out of place 15-year-olds f-
0: out there or 16-year-olds. Like, they we're okay yeah, yeah. They, they didn't they weren't getting absolutely exposed or or embarrassed out there so
3: yeah no it was good and unfortunately i couldn't make that sunday game and i didn't get an interview with either of those guys which i would have liked yeah, to and gone. and they were gone the next day so that was uh that was too bad sure so you got some Thanks.
0: good interviews um with you, you talked to Denemy, yeah
3: uh, pratt and pratt. struge
0: yeah so pratt yeah we can well as you get that queued up he uh for anyone who didn't see, it was it was well publicized. It was his 30th or 300th game in the WHL, and he topped that off with the Gordie Howe hat trick: a fight assist and a goal. So let's listen to Denemy first. We've just uh, we've been speaking about his game over the past few weeks and noticing that, and so Chris had a chance to talk to him after uh, that. Cl- uh, Victor- yes, Victoria uh, kind
4: of A little, little start there tonight, but uh, I kind of responded there pretty well in the second period. What kind of was the message in that first intermission there?
1: Uh, I think uh, half that period, first period, we kind of uh, we were definitely asleep and uh, weren't executing, and we were, uh, just playing hard in general. And uh, that first intermission, Dave kind of woke us up, and uh, you know told us if we want to get back in the game, we're gonna have to start working. Uh, I think we have to develop.
4: Well. What uh, what does it take to put
1: in a full sixty minutes to beat kind of these better teams? I think just buying from uh, everybody in the lineup. You know, you, you want to play everybody, and when you can roll four lines and 60 men, and everybody's contributing and uh, giving a good effort, it just makes it easier to, to play. And, uh, and most nights, that'll will work out for you.
4: You guys get some confidence of beating like Victoria, Saskatoon here, a couple games in a row, some better teams. After that tough road trip, right?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the confidence is good right now. Uh, being those kind of teams shows you that, you know, when you're playing at the top of your game, you can compete with anyone so you can, you know, some teams probably look at us as maybe an easier game, but uh, I think we've done a good job of shoving it in, uh, in their face kind of a little What did
4: you do to take that through the rest of the season, try to finish this season strong here?
1: I think just, uh, you know, I mean, wanting, to be, wanting to get better as a, you know, uh, as a player for yourself and uh, contributing to the team's wins as much as you can. I think uh, at this point in the season, it's almost like uh, you're trying to make an impression for next season. And uh, you know, uh, giving the coaches and uh, you know, the GM a reason to keep you here for next year and uh, why you should be on the team. So I think it's just it's trying to display drive within yourself.
4: You've really been showing you know. this month. You've really had a great month this, this month here. What's, uh, what's been clicking for you?
1: Uh, I think just, for, for sure, I've gotten a couple in my way, which is always nice, but uh, I think just my compete level has been a little bit better this month, uh, and just being able to uh, remove my feet a lot more and get winning some puck races, and then uh, obviously playing with Austin uh, has been a, it's been a treat, and you know, he's set me up on some real nice looks. Yeah.
4: You've played with a few different guys since you've been here. You find some chemistry now. You've been here a while?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's easier too when you can get comfortable with the guys, and you know, it's not uh, it's not like you're going out there with a guy who you don't know and you're trying to shift with him. Now I know everybody on this team now we're, we're close and we know each other. You know what we're all what each other is all about, so it makes it easier.
0: Um, so we were talking about him. He's 19, and he could be theoretically back for his 20 year old. He was alluding to it a little bit they um playing for next year yeah so definitely that'd be awesome if he if he was one of our 20 year olds that would be that'd be awesome I, he's been a great
3: accusi- ac- acquisition this year definitely yeah he's really impressed here lately and we've seen it as soon as he came over his shot was you can see yeah, it was a plus shot probably the best one on the team i would say so yeah yeah and uh yeah no now he's yeah he's clicking he's got some consistent line mates and him and pratt have been really uh have really clicked real well yeah yeah
0: and uh you also spoke to pratt after this game yeah was a big game for him so let's let's listen to pratt now
4: big night for you 300 game goal assist and most importantly the win Mm -hmm. how did that feel tonight yeah it felt really good i'm fortunate to be uh be able to play 300 games in this league and that's something everyone gets to do so it's an honor you guys had a slow start, but you really spawned in that second period. What was that message in that first intermission there? Uh, just stick to it. I mean, they're a really skilled team. You guys just got to keep playing the way you uh, the way you know you have to. So, you know, once we did that, everything came together. It was a tough U.S. road swing, but you guys came back and you beat Saskatoon, you beat Victoria, a couple better teams. Can you translate that into some momentum here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we played really good on the state's trip. To- Minus one or two games, so, you know, we got a little confidence coming back from that. It's always good to be at home, so just the feeling of being at home and, uh, you know, being ready to go. You've been playing with Denmi lately. He's really been rolling. You guys have got some chemistry going there? Yeah, he's just, you know, he's a natural goal scorer and he knows how to make plays, so, you know, it's uh, it's really fun getting to play with a player like that. You know, he's something special, so it's, uh, you know, it's easy. You just give him the puck and he scores.
2: Uh.
0: Yeah, Pratt, I mean that was an awesome game for him. Um nice to get some some points there and he slowed down a little bit on his point yeah. getting streak there. Um a little bit of a lull, but now maybe back on that line with Denemy. We'll see some uh, uh see that pick up. Yeah. So Clark just wrote in. Yeah, I might I guess we can start talking about the twenties for next year, but if you're looking at who they are, uh I would say well, who are our
3: 19s now? Chris? So you got you got Denemy there, Walker, yeah, and then Crane and Busky, yeah. So there's only four. Yeah, but but <laughs> you <laughs> never know. You go outside the organization, right? True. And
0: is Busky a 20 year old? You want yeah, you want to fill yeah. a spot with him? I don't know about that. Tough call.
3: Yeah, you need someone there. So you're looking Walker and Denemy for sure, definitely, like Clark said. And I then think so. Crane. I don't know if he's, like, he's a great player, but is he 20-year-old worthy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I think this whole goaltending situation, we've mentioned it before, has kind of got bungled up, and I think you're going to have to look outside the organization unless they're looking at the Welke out of of the Mintos, if he's going to be the guy next year. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a shame because
0: we we said this in the preseason episode paddock's probably gone right yeah so why we still don't know the answer why get rid of um, mcnab McNabb, who's I not know. even playing
3: i know he's yeah I, well that being said could you still go get him yeah, you, you could, could yeah. if he
0: wants to play but
3: like, regardless it's, i looked yeah i looked up on elite prospects and stuff like i don't see him playing anywhere like unless somebody knows where he's playing like i, I don't know like Cause Winnipeg released him or whatever they did. And yeah, cause I know he was hurt there a little bit at the start of the season. And then they brought in the the guy that bailed on Lethbridge there. Uh, Liam Hughes was it or whatever.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Clark, to your question to you keep crane or busky, is it one or the other? Yeah. I, I think you're neither. putting yourself into a corner. If you say it's crane or busky. Yeah. I think the window is open for another. Yeah, I in think my so.
3: Because you you want Walker, um, I mean, Walker may not even be guaranteed. Anyways, okay, yeah. So Clark, yeah, he he comments, if they would have kept McDab, they would have owed another draft pick in to Vic, and yeah, that is true. I think it was maybe a fourth round. Okay, if he played any any part of the regular season. Okay, so, so we figured there was some conditional
0: picks out there somewhere. Yeah. that had something to do with it. But
3: now you were really I Yeah, know. I know. Like <laughs> you you can I think you could have afforded to yeah. give up that fourth to keep McNabb for this year yeah. and next year. Like yeah. for two more seasons yeah. of yeah. solid play. Like we were happy with McNabb. Obviously Paddock was maybe a little more better, a little better. But Yeah. I mean, he's got the more value so you can get more back for Paddock. So we were fine with either one of them sticking around. And now we have none. And now we have none. And, <laughs> it's like, and oh, now okay. you look at what we've got in net and it's like... Oh, and it's, it's not as... We were yeah. a little bit spoiled for a bit. Yeah. Stroosh does allude to Busky here in, in the interview. He, yeah, he's played a couple of good games lately, but I don't know. The consistency is not there. And you even look at his stats with PA last year. He was with PA in the first half. Yeah. And his stat. The, his win loss record was great yeah sure because pa was rolling but you look at his goaltending stats and they were not good well he better play against saskatoon yeah oh yeah
0: he's undefeated <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. so maybe so, keep that streak going <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah cue uh, up that one with the interview with it's good he's always a good interview and uh provides a lot of insight a little more you might than you might hear on uh on the radio, or you got the full... Yeah, I got the full... Actually, an exclusive. No one else talked to him that yeah, night. Yeah, it was so. just
3: me down there running the show yeah. last game. So we will get that up.
2: Slow
4: start tonight, but you guys really in that second period. What was that message?
2: Uh, well, it was our uh, we D weren't moving the puck fast enough. We got off to a bad start with a, with a weak goal, which happens... I thought that Donovan responded really well because he played a great game for us and gave us an opportunity. Um, but really, five on five was fantastic. Our play without the puck made so many good things to get the puck, and we made good plays after that. So I think uh, a lot of times when you run up against a real good team like Vic is, and you, you can weather the storm every once in a while like you're going to have to, uh, you do things great. get an opportunity. I
4: think we took good advantage of it. Donovan's kind of getting some momentum going here, once he's getting some more action, what do you, what do you see
2: from him? Well, just he, he, he's, he works hard. I mean, he worked hard with uh, with Max as a backup here, and he's, he's earned the right to, to get some games, and uh, he's won a few. I mean, he won a big one in, in Everett on the road, and he uh, I mean, came in, and he had to come in a couple games ago for uh, for Dan, and he's he's done the things the right way. He put in some time and some effort, and
4: You guys have beat Saskatoon now, Victoria lately, some better teams. How how do you project that message that they play with these teams? We
2: we beat them. We beat PA twice too. So things we've done, things we've done throughout the year um, as a group, and knowing that it's a build and the guys still sticking with it, coming to the rink every day, playing hard, has been so important for us. and that's given us a chance to play against these good teams and do things right, and, and uh, they deserve a lot of credit. Tristan he's really been and, uh, hot lately. Here, he, you know, it's he's playing good, plays the right way, he gets uh, puts himself in, in puts himself in positions to score goals, and, and he's uh, he gets up there and they do it. Uh, they do the proper things. So he gets chances to score because he can shoot.
0: Yeah, so alluding a little bit back to that goaltender situation, Matt Rowe writing in, bringing up Keeper next year. Um, I think he'll get a fair shot in in uh, training camp and preseason, maybe a little bit into the season, and we'll see how he does. I am i wouldn't uh, bank on that, personally.
3: Yeah, I don't know if you want to bring up a 16-year-old to backup. Like, you want him playing, but I don't know. it's Yeah. We'll see how he does. Pe- I, people I think who make more money than I do make these decisions, but obviously, I think he's I still know. got some growing to do, too. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of want him because, yeah, backing up as a young, young guy. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that. But I mean, he does have that potential. I mean, he's going to get lots of work and practice, working against you know, WHL yeah. players and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah that's a tough decision. It, it, I guess it, we'll see what happens in the off season, what they do in the goaltending situation. Yeah. It might be
0: out of necessity. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I personally, uh, yeah, I think goaltenders need just that extra year. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough for a 16 year old to come in. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's just wrap things up here. Let's talk a little bit about, did
3: you like those, uh, the jerseys? Yeah. The kidney jersey, we do kind of, didn't talk about them last show, and I thought they were nice. Yeah, I I like them. They were nice. Uh, I think they went for a pretty reasonable price. Yeah, they one. were I never. They were, I didn't follow up on the auctions, but if you wanted mid one, hundred, uh, up to two, and there's a few over two, but I mean, you could have got one for under two hundred bucks. I think if, was the, the if they were
0: crested, I would have been all over
3: it. Yeah, if they weren't just screen printed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I uh, did find them.
0: Kind of the unique thing too was, Mackay Mitchell's jersey was one, and someone was, and of the course they had the photo with him, and he actually looked pretty good like i would have expected him to be like bruised and like that old like purpley greeny gross bruising but he actually looked uh not too bad a little swollen but nothing nothing
3: outrageous well and then on the injury report that he's been upgraded to two to three weeks now yeah so that's good and then we saw walker come back and then uh jacob brooke He's gonna be uh, a little longer yet, so. But yeah, actually, <laughs> they were expecting him back before the end of the season. So yeah, we'll now see. it might not be. Yeah. yeah. Actually, going back to that Walker thing with the twenty-year-olds, we do have a lot of. Next year, we do have a lot of nineteen D men, so Walker could be expendable. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it's tough. I want him, yeah. But yeah, he, you do want him. He He's is in pretty your leadership solid. group right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, we yeah, we are going to have lots of solid D-men next year. And also
0: from that uh, kidney awareness or organ donation game, the uh, Bobblehead, Bobblehead distribution. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. Um, I actually, I liked that. I liked that, uh, well, not we weren't at the game with the hats, but when I saw that, I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind one of those hats. Like, I actually would have worn one of those hats as, like, Out in the garden or something, right? Out in the yard, yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: I would have liked one, but you said someone was there a few minutes
0: after doors opened, they were all gone. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Somebody commented there 10 minutes because somebody was looking for one in the the Facebook group. They're like, if anybody got an extra one, I'd gladly take it. And people were like, no, they were all gone 10 minutes after three. And I've been checking garage sale. They're not even on there. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So anyways, what they did was you walked in and they gave you a little scratch ticket and... uh,
3: and that's whether you got one or not. Yeah. So I think there was 3,000 tickets and 1,000 winners. Okay. So it's not, So we got two out of three. The three yep. of us got yep. two, two bubbleheads. So yep. that worked out good.
0: Yeah. No, it's not on my shelf yet. It will be. Yeah. Uh, we got to make we we some room clear somehow. clear some room. Yeah. I got rid of, I don't know who I'll get rid of. Oh, we can, re- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, I was going to bring a different jersey today. Hang up a different jersey. Okay, we should rotate. We should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I think that's about. Yeah, let's wrap it way. up.
0: Uh, thanks for joining us on Super Sunday. Anyone who's going to Ballers, we will be there. Uh, courtesy of the Rod Peterson Show, and uh, make sure you give them a listen too. They, of course, do. Is it Hockey Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays is usually pretty hockey heavy. Yeah, and if you if you want to talk junior hockey, mes- just get your questions in. They they'll respond to whatever you, the people are talking about and. If you want to listen to CFL, they'll do that. But if you want to, if you don't want to listen to CFL and you want to talk junior hockey, they will change on a dime and start talking junior hockey. So get your comments in there. Uh, we had an awesome listen. Uh, it was the trade deadline day yeah, or, yeah. Or, or the day before when Max Paddock got traded. We t- I think the whole episode was yeah, they just junior hockey. Whole, yeah,
3: And that's because the fans were doing that. And um. Yeah, and they got some good guests. Like you got kelly rample on there. He's got all sorts of junior hockey stories. He, he worked for the Pats. He worked for the Warriors. Yeah. And yeah, he even talked about being Brett Hitman Hart's agent there for a bit, kind of into the wrestling thing. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah he's got lots of good stories. So and they get on. They get on Les Lazarus, They get on. You know, Phil's Phil, on there Phil, once in yeah, a while. Yeah. So yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays are usually their hockey days. They they obviously talk about the NHL and stuff and you know that's a hot subject right now the Edmonton because they're not just a local show they're they're pretty much national national. yeah so yeah like um, the guests they get for CFL or if you're into CFL they get some great guests
0: yeah and hockey at that matter too oh yeah no for sure players and yeah so uh we'll be there with them uh watching Super Bowl so who are you cheering for? I don't know, like I don't mind the Chiefs, <laughs> but I mean, there's a couple of ducks that are. <laughs> I on, know. I was trying to see because I thought DeAnthony Thomas still played with uh, Chiefs? the Chiefs. but he That's doesn't. The He's with the Ravens. Ravens yeah. yeah. So we no, yeah. got DeForest Buckner yeah. and Eric Armstead yeah, on the did. on that stout, stout yeah. 49ers defense. Yeah. Anyways, so. I'm a Seahawks fan, so I cheer for two teams: the Seahawks and whoever is playing the 49ers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
3: Chiefs yeah. by Chiefs by and default the, here. There's there's some interesting stats. It's when there's a top five offense versus a top five defense, the defense wins nine. They're nine and five. Nine and five. The so Super they're not nine and oh. No. They're not 14 and oh. No. So no. There's a it chance. happens. But who's wearing white? Do you know who's wearing the jerseys? Is that going to be the predictor? Possibly. Okay. I don't well, know. Okay. Well, white is 13 and two in the last 15 Super Bowls. Ooh. i don't like Mm. like how does that like (laughs) that's well they're both white and well they're both red so yeah exactly so So, uh, but whoever's wearing white in the last 15 is 13 and 2 which is an interesting stat that is yeah yeah Yeah. okay let's wrap it up thanks everyone for joining
0: us remember to follow us on twitter or instagram at whlpatscast and of course we do come live typically sundays or mondays um You'll just watch for our tweet, and yeah, if you are watching live on on Twitter or Facebook. Actually, Twitter's the best if you want to get your comments in. Yeah, That seems to be the best. Although I am contemplating going to Facebook. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Maybe we'll put up some posts and get some feedback from you guys if you like Twitter or Facebook for the live portion of the show. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Good night.